You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Okay, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have a very special guest. Today we are speaking with Daniel Blue. Uh, Daniel is a regular contributor to Forbes.com and the owner of Quest Education, a company that helps entrepreneurs obtain capital for their companies, pay off high interest debt, and use self-directed retirement accounts to invest in alternative assets. With over 10 years of educating small business owners, Daniel has a knack for helping individuals get creative with their finances that lead to life-changing results. Uh, Daniel, welcome to the show. Giuseppe, thank you for having me. Thanks. Looking forward to it. So I always like to kind of start our, our shows with giving the audience just some context of kind of, uh, you know, yet entrepreneurial journey where you started and what made you make the shift from W2 employee to, to business owner. Yeah. I, I wish I had this cool Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V story <laughs> where it's like, I was an entrepreneur out the womb, you know, I was selling baseball cards, you know, in, in middle school and, you know, slanging this and that and, and making money as a, as a side hustle in, in high school. But that wasn't me, man. I was uh, playing sports, um, just, uh, you know, h- hanging out in Southern California as, as a kid, didn't really have, um, ambitions on knowing where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. I kind of just stumbled into entrepreneurship. Um, But things really changed when I was 12 years old. Um, I went from having two parents in the home to just one parent. And it was just my mom and I, uh, dad, dad ended up moving to Mexico when I was 12. So from there on out, it was just a, you know, know, just my mom, single mom. Um, She's a social worker. So she's working a lot of hours, which left me with a lot of unsupervised time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I used that time to just kind of get into some shenanigans. Um, I just stumbled through middle school and, and high school and, and barely graduated. And uh, when I was 18 years old, Giuseppe, there were three things that really shaped my future. Um, one, I ended up getting a, a woman pregnant. Two, I ended up getting addicted to Oxycontin. And then three, I ended up dropping out of college. And, uh, you know, here I am blessed to own a, a financial company with, uh, you know, 13 uh, W-2 employees where we've got, you know, customers in all 50 states. And a lot of business owners in the financial space probably don't have, you know, that that kind of journey, right? Maybe they went to, a, a you know, a college, they went to Duke or, you know, some prestigious college. Um, that that's that wasn't me. Um, but if you're listening to this right now, you, you probably took an, an, an unorthodox path as well. You know, we all have kind of our story that shapes us, that that gets us to, you know, where we are and we have to overcome some kind of adversity. Um, I think it's fascinating if you, if you look at, uh, you know, successful people in, in the music industry, the sports world, the business world, um, you know, there's some kind of moment in their life challenge that mm-hmm. they overcame where they were able to just have a, a huge breakthrough. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm no different, just like you are, are no different. You, you listening to the show right now, but, uh, just stumbled into sales at 18, 19 years old. I, I found that I had a knack in sales. Um, I worked as a W2 employee for a number of years and, um, you know, establishing a network was, was massive just that because, you know, I, I came with some disadvantages, right? right? I, I didn't have a college degree. 
uh, didn't come from a, with a, a family that had money. I didn't have a family full of entrepreneurs that could kind of show me the way. Um, so networking has been massive and, uh, you know, we can't underestimate relationships. Like we're one, re- you're one relationship away from really seeing a, a, a huge result. Mm-hmm. And, and it, maybe it's not that one person that gets you in the door, but it's that one person that knows that one person that introduces you to that one person that gives you that promotion, that gives you that new job that you do a JV deal with and, and start a business with, right? So networking is, has been key in terms of just knowing the right people and surrounding myself with, with people that could uh, help elevate me. Yeah, and that and that's and that's why I really enjoy the show. I always like asking people what that journey looked like because there's not it's not this straight line path. Uh, in high school or before that, it wasn't like you know what I, I want to be in the franchise business. I want to be a franchisee. No one no one says that. So you don't know what you want to be. You know, it was a soccer player one year, and then it was a musician the next. And I think it's all it's all about learning. You know, from the experiences. I don't I don't believe in regrets or mistakes to, to an extent. I mean, sometimes there are regrets or mistakes, but you know, you hear about people's stories and the experiences they, they went through. That's what made them maybe a, I don't know, bigger family man or more, you know, successful business owner. So there's, there's lots of stories and lots of books and, and it, it's really interesting. So I, I appreciate uh, you sharing um, to your point about networking. I, I talk about this book all the time, who not how by Dan Sullivan and it's to your point exactly. It's not about figuring out what you want to do and how you're going to go about it. It's figuring out what you want to do and who's going to help you get there and essentially leverage other people's experiences and that network to help you get to, to where you want to be a much quicker. So I, uh, I definitely want to uh, applaud you for saying that because I could not agree. Uh, couldn't, couldn't agree more with that. So, um, so talk, talk to us a little bit about your, uh, your business now, um, name of your company and who, who do you help? Who do you assist? Yeah. So our mission is to help people access money in their retirement account penalty and tax free. So I own a company called quest education and, and we serve entrepreneurs who like the idea of accessing their IRAs or 401ks penalty and tax free before they retire. And, uh, you know, someone listening to the show right now, you might hear about a plan called the Rob's plan. And then that's a pretty popular plan, you know, called a rollover business startup. Um, and, and it's great for, you know, certain people in certain circumstances. Um, there's also other options, right? If you're an entrepreneur, then you most likely qualify for a Rob's plan. Um, but you also might qualify for a solo 401k. And uh, th- this plan is pretty unique because it can do, it's, like, it's almost like a Swiss army knife. You know, you could actually, you know, use the money from your retirement account penalty and tax-free to pay off high interest rate credit card debt. And let me expand on that. You know, there's been people that have come to us where, you know, they have $20,000 in credit card debt and they're paying 19.99% interest, right? You got to love when banks put the interest at 19.999, right? It's like, they just put the interest at 20, like, (laughs) give me a break, right? So, you know, someone coming to us with really high interest rate debt, and we know that personal debt is bringing their credit score down, right? Because their utilization rate is going up. Meanwhile, they have this retirement account that's making them seven or 8% a year, just say. Well, if on one side of the coin, you're making seven or eight percent a year on your retirement account money, and the other side of the coin, you're losing 20%, you're losing money faster than you're making money. Mm. And that could be a problem for a lot of people. And a solution is taking that IRA or 401k, 
moving into what's called the solo 401k. And then the solo 401k has a loan feature where you actually can take a certain amount of money out penalty and tax free, use that money, pay off the high interest rate credit card debt, eliminate the monthly payments that are going to the credit card companies, stop the bleeding on the interest. And now you're just paying your solo 401k back. You're just paying your retirement account back. And there's an interest rate of prime plus one to 2%. So we're looking at four to 5%. That interest actually goes back to your retirement account. So you're paying yourself back the principal and the interest. So you're replenishing your retirement account. So you aren't robbing from your future. And then to kind of sum it all up, what's most important too is your credit score. Mm -hmm. You know, like I wouldn't be where I am today in terms of business if I didn't have the ability to use my credit score as an advantage. You know, I maxed out a lot of 0% credit cards when when I started Quest Education. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't have a good credit score. And one of the killers that you can have with a, a credit score that brings it down is just that personal credit card debt. So we've been able to help a lot of people break free from the banks and, mm-hmm. and pay off that nasty high interest rate credit card debt that's stressing you out, keeping you up at night because you're just making the monthly payments and it feels like you're just treading water. Pay off that debt once and for all, get a better credit score. And maybe with a better credit score, you can take advantage of these low interest rates. Like I'm just refinancing my house right now. Right? Like interest rates are ultra low. Yeah. You can't get cheap money if you don't have a good personal credit score. And that's where the solo 401k might be able to help you. Now that 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 makes a lot of sense, absolutely, especially with the rates that, uh, the way they are right now. Um what I, you know as far as someone that comes to you, are are they, you know, who is the best candidate? I guess is is the is the question for your service. So if someone's not sure if they qualify yeah. Yeah. So a lot of our clients, um, they have a W2 job, right? Like they're working corporate. However, they've got this side hustle. They've got this project going on. Maybe it's an online business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they do consulting work, freelancing work. Maybe they're a realtor on the side and they get 1099 commission. If you have some entrepreneurial activity going on, whether or not you have a day job or not, and this business activity you have going on, there aren't any W2 employees within that specific picture, Mm -hmm. then there's a really good chance that you qualify for a solo 401k. And then basically it's just taking your 401k from an old job or an IRA, moving it into the solo 401k. There's no taxable event Mm -hmm. created there because it's just going from one retirement account into another retirement account. And then from there, it's basically solving some kind of problem. Um, You know, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't sell stocks. I don't sell investments. Our Mm -hmm. company is not designed that way. We sell solutions. And and typically the problems that we help people with when we start working with them, it's either paying off high interest rate credit card debt. Maybe they need some capital for their business. Maybe they need some funding, some inventory product for their business. They just need some capital. Solo 401k can solve that. Um, Or maybe they just want to use the money to invest outside the stock market. Like a lot of our customers are leery of the stock market. Mm -hmm. Stock market is pretty volatile. Um, We all know we're due for a correction. We know what happened in 2008. We're on this big bull run right now. And, uh, you know, I'm not here to beat up on stocks because I think there's a time and a place for stocks, but I'm seeing a lot of people, uh, Giuseppe, that prefer to have more control over their retirement account. They would prefer to liberate their 401k, free up their IRA and use the money how they want instead of Wall Street. And maybe they want to use that money to invest in crypto, precious metals, real estate, private equity, private lending, uh, a bunch of those kind of alternative investment options. 
Yeah, and 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 there's a, a very good point there in that when we talk about W two employee versus being a business owner, some people would say, well, being a business owner is so much more. Uh, risky. And then we talk about being an employee, how you're, you are essentially, you have that manager, your manager is dictating your future. You know, you're, 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 you know, they're kind of overseeing you and you don't know if you're going to get that promotion. You don't know if you're going to get that bonus. It's kind of in their hands. And then we blindly invest in the company's 401k where there's a, a limited offering. Maybe it's a handful of mutual funds. So, this is definitely a way to, as you mentioned, liberate and being able to, which whatever avenue you go through, to use those funds as you see fit, which I think is a, a big bonus because in your company's 401k, meaning when you're a W-2 employee, you can't just opt out and say, I'm going to just use this money to, to invest in a franchise or a business. You do have to invest in, in whatever's being offered. So um, I come from the investor world, so I'm, I'm very familiar. And we used to tell everyone, Never take your money, you know, growing up, never take your money out of your, your 401k. Uh, you need to leave it there until you retire. But then as you, as I became more and more educated over the years, or I should say informed, realized there are other and better options. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we're talking about today. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and there's a, there's two sides of that coin, right? I mean, like you're really savvy and, and, you know, your listeners probably get this too. There's a reason why we were taught that, right? Like there's a reason why we are being told, leave your retirement account the way it is. Don't touch it. That's for when you retire. Mm-hmm. That's wall street, right? Like they don't want you to touch the money because they make money off of the fees, they don't make money when you use your retirement account to fund your business. Sure. They don't care about your business, right? They, they care about their fees. That, that's how they feed their family, right? And, and it's just, it is what it is. That's their business model, right? So a solo 401k, a Rob's plan, you know, self-directed retirement accounts, freeing up your money and using your retirement accounts how you want, right. that doesn't bode well in, in their company meetings, right? They don't want to see that. So there's that. But the, the point I do agree with Wall Street is, you know, they use the word opportunity cost. You know, if you take money out of your solo 401k or you use a Rob's plan to invest in your business, technically that money could be invested in the stock market, for example, and there's compound interest and all that, which there's some truth to that. So there is that opportunity cost. You need to make sure if you do, and again, I'm not here to give financial advice. It's everyone's situation is a little bit different, but if you're going to access your money and pull it out penalty and tax-free, make sure you're using that money in a wise manner. Right. And, and I think there's a, a lot to be said if you're going to use the money to pay off 20% interest rate credit card debt. I mean, like, what's the point of investing, making seven, eight, nine percent a year if you're paying 20% interest to the banks and your credit store credit score stinks? Right. You know, so they're just kind of it comes down to everyone's personal situation. Correct. Yeah. And that's and, and that's what I tell everyone. There are, in my opinion, sometimes better solutions for certain things, but it all depends on your risk tolerance, your current situation and, and things like that. So, um, you know, for example, do I vet, do I invest in stock or keep it in a savings account? I, I'll, I'll say every day of the week. It depends on your if, if you're going to be stressed out of your mind worrying about the stock market, keep it in a savings account. You have a better quality of life, as I jokingly say, because it's not some people just cannot handle the risks and it's just, that's the way they're hardwired. And I leave it at that. So, um, you know, you can educate to a certain extent, but that person has to eventually make their own decision. So talk, uh, switch, switching gears a little bit. And at the um, end of the show, I want to talk about just how anyone can, um, can reach you if they have questions. 
Um, I don't know if you do a consultation, but we'll we'll talk about that at, you know at the end of the show. Talk to us a little bit about you know people get nervous you know when they own a business they start the business great but then they have to start hiring employees and in many of our franchises you can start on your own as a business owner and as you start scaling you start adding employees and people get a little bit nervous they've never done it before they hear about the job market and the job market's been crazy to to to, to find just quality um candidates talk to us a little bit about that because i think you had mentioned you have 12 or 13 employees right now and Kind of what does that look like and uh if you could just kind of educate or inform the audience a little bit yeah so two things come to my mind one is in the very beginning it's really easy to just wing it right like mm. your processes and systems are weak um you know the, the mission maybe isn't clear it's everyone and anyone with a heartbeat is a client right mm -hmm. and, and you learn through failing that you realize that you're not for everyone and you get to a point where you sell a client, you onboard a customer, and you just realize that it, they're a pain in the butt and the value proposition isn't there. Right. And it, it's costing more money and time than it's worth it, right? So I think number one, nailing down like who you're for and, and who your ideal client is and who you can show the most value to, and then centering your messaging and how you help them around them is, is really important. I learned the hard way there. Um, two, being super clear on your core values you know you don't need to have 10 employees to have core values right mm -hmm. maybe it's just you maybe right. it's just you and somebody else mm -hmm. right just have those set core values in place because once you start hiring and then when you're hiring you're also de dealing with firing right like firing people as part of the business now you're just taking the emotions out of it you're just hiring and firing based off of what you believe in what your core values are what the company's core values are and and it helps with the decision making uh process um mm -hmm. and then number three and i think where i see a lot of people struggle with this and you know it's something that i have gotten better at i wouldn't say i'm perfect at it but i've made a lot of progress is just delegating mm -hmm. right like in the very beginning it's easy to do payroll and pay vendors and sell and do customer service and and do fulfillment and do bookkeeping like you're doing quickbooks like stop it right like write down all the things that you do in the day and how many of those things actually bring in revenue right right and then prioritize those those things that bring in revenue what, what's the number one revenue generating task that you do and and, and write that down and then there's going to be a bunch of tasks that don't generate revenue and a lot of people have a problem delegating the non-revenue generating tasks to other people because right. it costs them money. Well, you doing a task that doesn't generate revenue for the company, you could take that same time and put it into a task mm -hmm. that generates revenue for the company. So it's costing you more money, you doing something that's not making the company money because you could take that time and spend it on revenue generating activities, right? So. A lot of people have a problem, you know, investing the money because they just look at it from a different perspective. Right. And then they also don't want to delegate. They don't want to relinquish control. It's like, well, I can do it better than anyone else and, and I can do it really fast. Let me just do it. Um, that's going to be a, a sure way to keep you small. Mm -hmm. But then also, you're, how are you ever going to go on vacation with your family and actually be away? Right. Like you're always going to be checking your phone. You're the bottleneck. Everything goes through you. You're checking your emails. You're responding to clients. And here you are at Disneyland with your kid and your wife and your family's looking at you like, really? <laughs> but 
that's a decision you made along the way to put yourself to that position. So I would think I would say those three things um, in terms of being very clear on on who you are serving, who your ideal client is, and being very specific, and then two, having core values to help you scale as you're making decisions based off of your hiring and firing process, and then three, you know, just delegating those non-revenue generating activities, even though they're not generating generating revenue, they're still important. They need to be done, right? But you know where you need to be as the driver of the bus for, for your business. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, you have to go back to why the heck do we get into business? There's much easier avenues. You could have just kept your job and got your paycheck and had your weekends off, but you got into business to create something. There was a need, there was a void. And that was for me, uh, not just financial freedom, but it was time freedom to spend with my family. So defeats the, the purpose. And now with technology, um, you know, we've looked at virtual assistants. We had someone on the show and you can create a loom video and say, this is how I want my, my books. You know, this is how for, for my bookkeeper, just say, and I don't have a, a bookkeeper, but if I did, this is a loom video, or this is how I want my podcast edited. So if you could be very, if spend the day and create videos and have other people kind of do it, there are other people that can, edit and do bookkeeping. We, we get it as a, as a first time business owner, you may think you're the only one, but yes, there are people that are much more qualified than us to handle these tasks. So, uh, and to your point, yes, you are one hour of bookkeeping is pulling away an hour from your family, an hour from a sales call, which is generating revenue. So um, I think it, it, I think it's people know, I think they need to be reminded, especially that first year in business. So shows like this are great and say, okay, let me take a step back and, Maybe let me let me eliminate one task that I'm doing right now that I can delegate. So For I sure. think uh, it's a, it's a nice reminder. Uh, tell us so so kind of going back. Um, so a couple last things. Number one, how does someone you know someone has uh, additional questions they want to know more about a solo four hundred one k or you know anything we discussed today? If they want to get in touch with you, what is the uh, the best way? Best way would be going to my website. It's danielblue.me. So it's Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L, and then blue, just like the color, .me. And uh, my website's got a, a bunch of different information. Um, you can buy my book. It's called Blueprint to Your Best Retirement. Um, ended up hitting Amazon bestseller. And the book is a, a simple, easy to digest short book that teaches people how to access their money penalty and tax-free using a solo 401k and self-directed retirement account. So some of the things that we briefly talked about on this show, I dive a little bit deeper, but it's not too technical. It's not going to overwhelm you. It's easy to digest. And when you get done reading it, you're going to be able to take some action and uh, and see some results. So um, you can pick up that uh, that book on Kindle or or paperback. Um, And then also uh, my my course is on there. I've got a course. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got a podcast called How Winners Win. Um, the mission on that podcast is to help people win in their personal life, their business life, their financial life. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun on, on the podcast. We, we drop an episode every week. And then if you have a 401k from an old job or an IRA and the idea of accessing the money in a penalty and tax free to do some of the things that I described, if that kind of uh, perked your, your ears, um, you can uh, click the link on, on my website to uh, uh, Quest Education my company's website and just fill out some information, some brief information. And someone from my team would reach out to you and uh, it'd be a non-pressured, easy peasy call where we can see if uh, this is something that we can help out with. Awesome. So we will put all that information, the podcast, the book, the website, uh, everything in the show notes. 
any anything you'd like anything else you'd like to mention that we didn't discuss today to the audience for the audience i think uh i think we covered everything man it was a pleasure being on the show and uh you know hopefully uh there's at least one person that was able to take some uh some value from this and uh see some some awesome results awesome well listen i i, I appreciate your time uh we'll definitely get the uh, the show up in the next few weeks all the information for daniel will be in the show notes daniel it's been a pleasure and i appreciate your time today hey giuseppe thank you again Th- thanks man take care thanks for tuning in whenever you're ready Here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom. How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. 3. Want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you? To navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.